Hi, it's Andrea and Marianne, the Sister Tipsters. We're two moms, wives, and sisters juggling work, kids, and all the challenges life throws our way. We're here to encourage everyone to move their body for at least 10 minutes a day while learning tips for navigating life. Take the time to improve your health and grow your mind. Now let's get moving. Today is possibly a once in a lifetime experience. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll happen again. Maybe this will be it. But today I have a very special co-host, my husband, Mark. And so I want to just introduce Mark to everybody. He is a sports chiropractor a certified strength and conditioning specialist, so similar background um, in, in education in terms of me. He's a former college lacrosse player, an exercise enthusiast, a father of three. I don't know, Mark, did I miss anything? Well, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to have an invite for today, and hopefully I can offer some insight and some thought-provoking information and perhaps get asked back again, and it won't be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> well, well, we'll see how it goes. But today's topic, we wanted to talk about a little bit of a New Year reset. So if you did well during the holidays, then congratulations. You are well on your way to success this year. But I'm talking about um, the rest of us, maybe, who didn't eat as well as we wanted to, didn't exercise as much as we think we should have, maybe cut back on some of the sleep a little bit, stayed up too late. So now is the time for that reset. This is the moment. Right now, it's happening. If, if you weren't already thinking this, unless you can tell me you're doing all those perfectly, it's time to kind of get everything in order and hit the reset. And with that, I think you've got to get back to the basics. And when I say basics, I'm talking about your eat, your sleep, your exercise, and also making yourself happy. So those are the those are the basics, and, and this is the time. I think you've got to start some new habits, and I think it starts right this moment. So I'm going to jump right in, Mark, to the first thing I think we should talk about is eating. So do you have any tips for us on if you're trying to refocus eating well, what's like the most simple approach that you could think of that we should start with? One thought is to start with food in its basic form. I once heard a long time ago that if this thing was once living or is still living, you should eat it. Once it's been processed and undergone adulteration by the human hand, we've had large amounts of data continues to come out that that ultimately doesn't do the best for our body's ability to absorb nutrients on the macro and micro level. So think about things in their natural state and eat them in abundance. Try to avoid things that are processed and have had ingredients taken out and then added back in reduce that to the most uh you know most part of your diet that you can i love it i love it so basically just eat real actual food i love i love kind of the focusing on that i think that cuts out so many of the things that we should be avoiding and just like a quick reminder just cut out the sweets like they don't have a place that's the biggest thing i think to getting yourself on track and here's a little trick and i forget what the actual um full explanation of this, but I know it has to do with like some of our development as humans and comparing us to animals. But one little trick they say for getting yourself off the sweets is when you have that craving, go towards citrus fruits. Um, as long as you don't have an allergy to it, if you eat citrus fruits, um, and I think that kind of makes a lot of sense with any kind of natural fruits is if you can do that, you can curb some of that sweets craving as you're trying to transition away from it. So I think that's good. I think food, focus on eating eating real food. Um, and then from there, we'll tackle the one. Maybe I should just let you handle this one, Mark, because I feel like sleep. Sleep's the next thing. And I feel like, man, I am certainly not um, 
I'm not always excelling at this one. I think a good recommendation is always the eight hours of sleep. I think that that's an important one to focus on. A lot of the information out there does point to folks middle age of life looking anywhere from that six to eight hour is the optimal amount of sleep. Now, Andrea and I both live it. Um, it's hard to get that on a regular basis. Little children in the house and lots and lots of things to do each and every day. It gets hard to get to bed and get through your lists at the end of the night and get to bed at reasonable times. But one thing that I always keep in mind, certainly coming off a, a few weeks of short night sleeps with you know the holidays and again busy schedules and everything that had to get done prior to that is if you can't quite get in that six eight hour window at night and you're feeling your body is is telling you signs of i'm tired i want to shut down is there's some good data out there suggesting that during a day 20 to 30 minute restorative naps can really be beneficial they can help us from crashing out they can keep our mental acuity up and hopefully prevent us from getting sick or when we're exercising having injuries occur so use that as a strategy do your best to get your full night sleeps but if and when you don't consider those short 20 to 30 minute naps Absolutely. I love that some of that new research has shown that. I mean, I think it gives us all a lot of hope that there's, we're not just always falling behind. There are chances to catch up and to get that. So I think that's important. And when we say six to eight hours, I think that's a great recommendation. But I think some of you out there know you that you might fall closer to the nine to 10. And if you do, that has to be your goal. This is not a one size fits all kind of thing. I think you've got to know and learn your body and you should feel good in the morning. You should feel rested and ready for the day. And that's a good sign. And that's important for so many things, but that, that needs to be a focus. And then next let's talk about, um, I think one of our favorite topics, exercise. So we both love to exercise and make it a priority in our lives. And I do, I do think that that's one thing that helps us a lot is that, you know, we are supportive of each other exercising and making that a priority. So we don't, tend to feel like it's taking away from family time. It's kind of the reverse. A lot of times we incorporate our kids and our family time into it. Um, but it's not, for me, it's not a matter of, am I going to exercise? It's when and where does it fit in? And I think if you can switch your mentality to that, and again, if you have a spouse who can support you, or maybe it's a, a family member who supports you or a friend, you know, do you join any of these groups? Um, maybe a friend challenge 30 days, Hey, we're going to try to do, you know, planks every day, or we're going to try to work out for so many days. I think any of those challenges that can kind of help you form a little community, I think is, is helpful support for that. Um, and I think, you know, obviously I'm going to put in the plug for resistance exercise. I think that's so important. I think cardiovascular exercise is important as well. I like to mix it up. I think you can get creative. So you can't use the excuse of, I don't have a gym. I don't have equipment. I mean, just, just get out and start walking. I think that's the most basic, um, most accessible exercise, um, and on the on the topic of resistance, you know, it's great to have gym memberships, and if you have the ability to get into fitness centers that have all the fun, you know, toys as I like to call it, go knock yourself out, have a great time with that. But it is not absolutely necessary. You can do a great job of keeping your body fit and strong by using your own body weight and gravity. You can find objects around the house. You don't need to go and invest in, you know, fancy weights and these other kind of things. Some simple investments, low weights, resistance bands, but jugs of water. A gallon of water is about eight pounds. You can get a lot done with a, with a milk jug in your hand in terms of resistance training. Use your imagination, be creative, and make sure that you do fit it in on a regular basis. I love it. Those are some, some great... Um 
some great suggestions. I always throw in your like deck of card workout as, as something that <laughs> simple again, low tech. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's it. There's, there's no real excuses to avoid it. I think it's, you've just got to figure out how you're going to do it and when you're going to do it, but make it happen. So that's an important reset. Figure out what's, what draws some interest for you and, and get it done. And I think the, the last kind of basic topic that I always think is like a, a pillar of our journey to health is feeding your joy and positivity. I think that happiness takes a little bit of work and I think that we need to give it the time for that. So that can come in so many forms. I mean, I think relationships can bring you joy. I think you got to find it on your own too. Is it music? Does music make you happy? Does dancing make you happy? Does getting out in nature make you happy? Figure out what those things are. Um, and, and you've got to do it and you've got to do it on a daily basis. Agreed. Finding whatever it might be, crocheting, reading, time in the kitchen, working with food and having a new recipe, whatever it is that is your, you know, your center, your piece, your thing that you like to do, it's important for us to take time to, to do it, to commit to it because life's crazy and it can get very, very busy and those kind of things we tend to push down the list of priorities and unfortunately that can be undermining our overall health and wellness. So try to avoid the desire to do that, make sure that you do get little bits uh, each day to do something fun, something that makes you feel good because it is for the greater good uh, in the long run. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, just kind of summing it up today, I hope that we've given you a little bit of an outline and some motivation here. And, and maybe this is something you even need to make a list of so that you're looking at it each day, you know, and the categories being eating, sleeping, exercise, and joy or happiness. And, and make sure that you can check those off each day, that you're at least making an attempt to be successful at each and every one of those. I think those are important. So um, I just want to Thank Mark for joining me today and filling in for Marianne and sharing some of your information with us. I think it was helpful and I hope that everybody feels kind of renewed and ready to do the reset and, and get on that track to, to moving and to, to being healthy and, and happy and strong. So thank you, Mark, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was an honor to be here. Hopefully a little bit of what we've talked about today will help everyone uh, in 2024 and well beyond that. All the best, folks. Terrific. And and another once um, once in a lifetime experience. I'm going to I'm going to sign us off. Usually Marianne does this, but I just want to thank everybody for joining the Sister Tipsters podcast with your host, Andrea, and today our guest host, Mark. As always, if you like what you hear, Drop us a comment, like, or a positive review, or better yet, share this podcast with two friends. And if you want to check in with us and share your thoughts and ideas, please send those over to sistertipsters at gmail. But at a minimum, come back to join us for another episode of the Sister Tipsters next week. <laughs>